0: Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects, and Denver Rubber Company is an essential business and has filled so many needs for several industries across this country in this crazy time. DRC remains open to supply products to other essential businesses such as medical, military defense, government, wind energy, and food beverage industries. They've been around since 1972, and they are the best at what they do, as well as being family-owned and operated here in denver being diehard sports fans and big followers of this podcast drc is known for cutting and supplying rubber snowplow blades but they also provide custom cut rubber foam gaskets hose assemblies metal parts and pretty much everything else under the sun as well with their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing capabilities drc is committed to supporting your needs especially during these times be sure to call them today for any of your project needs at 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com slash dnbr. And Cole gets another good righty and another right by Cole, a left by Cole this time! Tipped in front by Mika Rentinen. He suits and scars! Nathan McKinnon! Col J.T. Comfort! 877 goes now! Gabriel Landeskog, Collective hugs! 29 and 92! See me by Grubauer! Move over, Picasso! This piece of art is by McKinnon, my goodness gracious! <laughs> Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, with over a thousand different varieties of beer to try. They can hook you up with both pickup from either of their locations or delivery if you live nearby. I stick with my Breck Brew, but you can order just about any type of alcohol under the sun from them. They are a great option for that, and you can sign up for their app and loyalty program to get some great deals. I'm Nathan Rudolph. He's AJ Hayfley. It is a Thursday. This is the day of the NFL draft. So, a lot of busy minds and busy thoughts going on everywhere, <laughs> including here in DNVR. Uh, a lot of people listening to this that don't care. Yes. Also but true. Why that is meaningful. <clears throat> but why that is meaningful is because you and I are part of the big DNVR NFL draft production that we are running. Uh, throughout the weekend or throughout the draft, indeed. So we've got a lot of work to do and not a lot of time left to do it. So we are going to be doing a little bit different kind of a show today. Yep, decided to change things up. Still hockey related, of course, but uh, yeah, we're going to have some. I promise f- we're not going to do NFL draft stuff on our show. No, we will not be doing that. <laughs> but we are going to have some fun with this one and and change it up a little bit. And AJ and I are going to build our NHL starting lineups out of only ELCs. Yep. And S- since the uh the season got interrupted and technically didn't finish. Guys who are still on ELCs right now count. Correct. Anyone who is on an yeah. ELC in the nineteen twenty season, we're counting. So I think it'll be an interesting take. It's something I kind of wanted to do. One, obviously all the talk we've had about the Calder situation. Two, Mm -hmm. it does show something that we've talked about and just how important ELCs have become in the NHL to successful cup-challenging teams. There are elite-level players on ELCs all over the place. Yep, there are going to be very good players that don't end up in our... Yeah, aren't even drafted. Exactly. Our little 12-person draft that we're about to do. Yep. So, I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, Well, I guess we don't have to waste any more time. Uh, We didn't decide who gets the first pick. AJ, I'll just give it to you if you want it. Uh, I'll let you have it. I like even numbers. Okay, fair enough. I mean... I spent all of last episode railing on AJ for going defenseman first. But here I am. Just take him. And I'm going to take Kale. Okay. The only the only player that it was a conversation of not taking Kale for me was Peterson. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you have a kid that's a potential generational talent in his position compared to the other ELC options out there. Pedersen's amazing, just cannot pass up on Kale. So, Fair enough. I don't think we have a ton to say about Kale that hasn't already been said on this podcast, basically. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, and I am going to take Pedersen. Okay. No no big surprises with picks one and two, then. Um, I actually took Pedersen in our fantasy draft last year. Did you really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, he was my first-round pick, so... The faith is is strong in this one. Faith isn't going anywhere on that guy. All right. So off to a strong start. Um, Pedersen... Obviously not... The one thing I worry about with him is his aging curve, which he's 20. Well, or just turned 21, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. So he'll be he's got plenty and plenty of plenty of good years left mm-hmm. but I wonder when he turns thirty if he'll still be able to play the same way I'm more curious about where the ceiling is also fair um i'm I'm more curious if he's like a seventy five point guy more years than not, and then he has like one like big like you know, has the career here where he scores 92 or something. Right. Um, I just don't know. I just don't really know where that tops out. I could, he could be a 95 point guy and that would be totally believable. He could be a 75 point guy and that would be totally believable. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not sure where the ceiling is there. And because I think it's probably closer to 75, I'm, I'm not as high on him like uh, as I think a lot of others are. I mean, that's the thing about ELC players, right? There's not a much of a track record to go mm-hmm. off of. Sure, but like with a guy like Makar, you and I are both like he's making the Hall of Fame, and very like, we tr- don't think yeah. twice about it. Yeah. But with with Patterson, we're both. Uh, I'm I'm very in the. Uh, well, you know, we'll see. Kind of vote. Yeah, it's. I struggle he's with that a, Vancouver he's team. He, he's extremely good player. Yeah, that <laughs> like, Vancouver team does seem to have a knack for a bit of scoring by committee, though. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid group. Yeah. So. No. Certainly, uh, no qualms with him at two. Honestly, like I said, you could probably make an argument for him at one if you wanted a center. (laughs) Yeah. um, I honestly paused before I took him. I I thought about it, and then I was like, you (laughs) know. All right. Because I really do like Matt Barzell that much. I do think that he is very much in the same neighborhood of player. Maybe getting a little bit more well-rounded. Guy who's played under Trots and all that. Yeah, well, and he plays more. He plays quite a bit more. Barzell sure. does. He plays more. He has he gets more ice time uh, than than Pedersen does because he is a little bit more well rounded. He does a he does a few things more. Man, Pedersen shot seventeen percent this year. That's high. <clears throat> it is. Um. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we get Dominic league. Could- yeah nineteen percent for him. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you I will not be picking Kubalik, but no if you're if you want him, he's on the table. uh it's your pick so well i'm I'm just gonna continue doing things that a j loves here, and i'm gonna go well, sort of i'm going wing before center which is which is me, but I'm taking a j s bay in Svechnikov. All right, we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get his defenseman first, and he doesn't get Svetch, because Svetch just, he's the best winger on an ELC right now. I i guess if you call Dubois a winger, which he has been a little bit, but you could make a case for him, but I think Svetch is the biggest winger in the class, and there's enough quality centers a la Barzell specifically, that unless AJ's taking Barzell and throwing him on the wing, I think there's the depth there. Uh, I'm not. Um, He is, I mean, Barzell's a center, so it would be cheating for me to be Right. I I had assumed we were going positionally, so I'd be safe. You you and I are on the up and up. We're not gonna, you know... It seems like that would be messed up for me to be like... Well, since you took Svetch... He 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 played wing when John Tavares was here. (laughs) But mostly, I just want a team that scores some lacrosse goals. Is why I picked Svetch. Because I think the lacrosse goal is the coolest thing to happen to hockey in like a decade. And that's what I got to say about that. Sweet. I'm all about it. (laughs) All right. So I have Makar on the back end and Svech on the wing. You have Pedersen right now. Yeah, and I am taking a defenseman now. Um, I'm staying consistent with how I want to build the team. I preach about it. It's not like I'm going to turn around and be like, well, let's throw it in the bin. Just because Svechnikov was there. Nope. I wanted my center. and Now I want my defenseman. Uh, And I'm taking Haskinen. Okay. Haskinen, good pick. It's definitely someone I was eyeing. To potentially throw alongside Makar and just have a silly pairing. I was not going to let you play him next to Kevin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you made him your second pick, then that's your priority, and I would have been fine with that. But Yeah, and I, then you have Pedersen-Svetch, and I feel bad about that forward core, so... <laughs> I wouldn't have taken Svetch. Really? That. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I would have taken, taken a defenseman, because I believe in that's how you build the team. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, so... We both have a defenseman. We both have a forward. Um, and obviously, stud of a defenseman, very offensively capable in a, in a body that, honestly, he's still probably not fully grown into. Not at all. And, uh, he's not going to be small, we'll put it that way. <laughs> he can, he can be a, well, he's only 6'1 listed, but still, he, mm-hmm. he's a bit of a force on the ice, uh, Hard to hard to argue against that one. Um, <clears throat> I think mm, the big thing that's really holding Haskin in back is the team he plays for. Yeah, I mean, it, the decor he's on too is is kind of all over the place too, right? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, with um, Klingberg and Stephen Johns, I believe. Yeah, he just got back from injury. Yeah, but it I, that whole Dallas team is just built super <clears> weird, honestly. Yeah, uh, Dell is the other one. He yeah, like their that big they guy. signed like forever. Their, yeah, he's like their third guy. Their like big three that, yeah. that they sort of build and rotate around. And Klingberg gets all the offensive minutes that um, you know McCarr and Hughes are getting in their respective cities. Yep. So that's that's why uh Hayeskin's offensive numbers are just a touch lower but I mean he's a he's a he's a beast. Very very. Good. Yep. He's very good. All right. Well, two picks down for each team. Time to crack a breck brew here. As they are our official partner here at DNVR. They are amazing whether it be their Vanilla Porter Junior, their Avalanche Amber Ale or you name it the Colorado Core, the Strawberry Sky. You can't go wrong when you pick a Breck Brew. That's why I usually stick with their 12 or 15 can or bottle sampler packs. They're and this is not just a sponsor. They have legitimately become my favorite beer company in the world. So, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it works out great for me that I can just get their products whatever I want and it's awesome. I, I have no complaints and nothing but praise. They're they're an amazing company and I'm sure you've seen me drinking their beer on multiple occasions by now if you're a regular of, of anything DNVR. And They're offering a great deal for those of you who live nearby the farmhouse down in Littleton. You can swing by and pick up your beer as well as a meal and get $5 off when you use code DNVR. You can give them a call at 303-803-1380. Schedule pickup from noon to 8 p.m. They'll bring your order right out to your car and leave it there for you so you can keep your quarantine life going as normal and Remember, supporting our partners is supporting us, so giving a shout-out to them or a shout-out to DNVR on Twitter when you use that service, it helps out everyone. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, another great place to get your Breckenridge brew. I'm Rudo. He's AJ. We're drafting our all-ELC team in the NHL right now. We have two players each. I went with Makar and Svech. AJ went with Pedersen and Haskinen. On to the third round. Can I ask you a real quick question? Sure. That I literally just thought of? Sure. How different is history if the Avs get Haskinen? I mean... And and let's just assume Makar does not go, does not land in the central. Sure. So they get the third pick and, and Haskinen was their guy. So, Haskinen jumps into the team quicker, obviously. So, he would have been on last year's team. Right. Like, the oh, full yeah. season. Yeah. So, <clears throat> it probably makes it a little bit more difficult for Ryan Graves to find a spot. Do you think Sam Gerard still happens? Probably. I mean, I think the reality there is not that different, right? The Avs still had to move out Matt Duchesne. Right, but I'm saying, you know, would they have maybe targeted Dante Fabro instead of Sam Girard? Mm, no, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, I hope not, personally. <laughs> I still think Sam Girard is a better defenseman than Dante Fabro in every way. Mm-hmm. So... um. I like to think they would have targeted Gerard anyway. I, I think when they targeted him, they believed in some offensive upside in him anyway. So, I I don't think it changes that much when it comes to Gerard. To be yeah. honest with you, I was just curious. I I guess the other questions become maybe with the with a player like Haskinen, maybe you also look at is Z on this team right now as someone they obviously they're looking to move out now. Does it accelerate that process? I wonder if it has an effect on Byram at all. I yeah, would think that, probably not, but given the way the draft played out, <laughs> I assume in the Av spot, you just take Byram anyway, but yeah, exactly. Like I think, I think just sort of how it all worked out, but I wonder what does the world look like if Colorado wins those two lotteries too? Maybe that, maybe we should pod that another day. Where they end up with what, like Hishir and? Well, they had they they had Patrick, so they would have ended okay. up with Nolan Patrick Boy. and Jack Hughes. Okay. Boy, what a world that would be! Ah, uh, very different. Um. Yeah, maybe losing the lottery not such a big deal.
1: <laughs> mm. All right.
0: Although I still think Jack Hughes is going to be a stud. I I think he'll be extremely strong as well. I, I'm still pulling for Patrick. I always liked the kid. Mm-hmm. but the dude's just injured all the time. I mean, how frustrating must that be for him? Yeah. Every single year, it's like there's something going on. Yep. I just, I don't know. Somebody should just give him a hug. I can tell you, I will not be picking Nolan Patrick. Is he? Even, this would be the last year of his ELC, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I won't be taking him either. I mean If we were doing deeper lineups Definitely would be there somewhere Oh but, yeah I would think so That uh, that Jack Hughes guy Also would be here somewhere If we were going deeper Yeah Yeah He honestly To to be real My center depth Would have My center depth um, Like rankings um, It would be Pedersen Barzell, Barzell Hughes Barzell And then Hughes And then Sorelli And then Dubois you like Sorelli better than Dubois, huh? I do. I <clears throat> I really like Sorelli. I think there's just I think there's something very special there. Okay. I mean So I right now I couldn't pick him over Dubois, but I don't have to pick Dubois either because my third round yeah. pick is going to be I'm just building AJ's team today, I guess. As I'm going with Barzell. <laughs> And I've got Svech, Barzell, and Makar, so... Somebody somebody could blindly look at this and be like, I know which one's This AJ. one's AJ's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly glad. I'm glad you took Barzell. It's just the right play there. <clears throat> I mean... Given the lineup that I've built here, it's going to be a lineup that is kind of good at everything. Mm-hmm. And Barzell makes the most sense. More offensive upside than than a Dubois when it comes to a, a well-rounded type of player. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Svetch, who is going to kind of be that bigger, heavier winger, can get down deep into the zone, do that type of thing. Still extremely talented, not taking that away from him at all, but... Mm-hmm. Barzell's going to be the talented guy down the middle who can distribute the puck, and then obviously Makar being Makar on the back end. So Definitely. That's such a nasty lineup. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's fun when you get to pick at the top of the ELC pool. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> right. I, this is this lineup is already going up against Pedersen and Haskinen, so... Let's see what the third piece is there, well, because you're building uh, because you're building an unstoppable monster of a lineup, um I'm gonna take another defenseman and go with Rasmus Dahlin. okay i I expected that i I had pretty much assumed I wasn't getting Dahlin, so yeah that's man. I was really worried you were gonna put Rasmus Dahlin and kill McCarr <laughs> together, and I was gonna be like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do." <laughs> That See, I I wasn't too worried about that. I, I feel fine with the, the defensive depth left on the board. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to throw caution to the wind, I could still go with Fox, but I don't think I that's mean, what I'll end up doing. You have Quinn Hughes just sitting there that I'm no longer allowed to take. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I I don't know that I would take him. Like As fun as a Makar-Hughes pairing would be, I don't think it makes yeah. a ton of sense. If you're building a starting five, six, whatever. So this is the reason this right here is the reason I did not take Hughes is because um, I believe more in the long-term two-way ability of both of the guys that I've taken in Haskin and in Dahlien. Agreed. And while I think Hughes is going to be an all-star and he's going to be one of one of the faces of the defense in the next 10 years in the NHL. Um. I don't I just don't buy that his defensive game is going to hold up long term. And the offense will be there, but between Haskin and Andalline, I have two guys that I'm I'm confident can be 40 to 50 point guys for me every year while also playing elite elite defense. Yeah, I every team, nah, not every team, but 28 teams in the league would be stoked to have a pairing of Haskin and Dallin as their top pairing for the next decade. Like I mean, just to start that off, like that's yeah, those guys can play twenty six minutes a night easily. Right, and you just roll them out there, and you don't even think about it. Like it's the easiest thing in the world to do. Definitely. Um. So <clears throat> the beast of a defense versus the. <laughs> This offensive juggernaut that you're building? Yeah, that's yeah, kind, of, kind of what this is shaping into. Um, I do want to fair things up a little bit. It's not really fair because I got to pick first in the first three rounds, but let's have you pick first in the last three, just so you can drive the ship a little bit here in the second half. Um. Okay. I, well, um, I'm not taking a goalie. I I will wait. Given the goalie availability on ELCs, it's kind of just Yeah, I'm I'm good. Um what I do really wanna do though is I wanna get <clears throat> I wanna add somebody that's gonna put the puck in the net. Can it do me dirty here? I don't know, am I? Because I um I'm gonna put Alex DeBrincat on yeah. mine. Yeah, okay. You did me dirty. <laughs> glad i made you pick first then. <laughs> yeah so i'm putting to cat next to patterson and it's a little it's it's we definitely have a size problem mm-hmm. but uh you know also gonna I'm, just I'm, skate circles around people and snipe pucks <laughs> right like the playmaking the, the the combination of playmaking and shooting between those two guys is gonna be nasty and like you look at you look at DeBrincat's year this year, and he only has eighteen goals. I say only, but he only shot nine percent. And we we know that there's much better there. Yep. Hits yeah, that that kid is way too good a shooter to yep. hang around at nine percent. Yeah. This this that's one where you're like not worried about him repeating that. Yep. All right. Well, especially next, to, especially next to the these guys, um, well, I'm definitely not not concerned. Yeah, building that out. This this game is going to get super interesting there because both offense and defense is is starting to round out, and as, as much as I'd love to go for a Quinn Hughes or or a super strong Adam Fox. Adam Fox being a righty as well, I will avoid that, but... I went with two lefties. I know, but that's more of a personal thing where I like my, my D. I also know Darlene plays on the right side. So. Yeah, a, a lot of the uh, the Euros play offhand, so... Yeah. Fans, of right, too. You're real quiet. Sorry, I was mostly talking to myself. Go ahead. <laughs> He's thinking out his draft strategy mm-hmm. live. <laughs> Get the scouts yeah. on that. Lip-read it for me. That's right. Just... <laughs> um, okay, but I am going to finish out my decor here. Because, really, I could wait, but th- that feels a little unfair. It feels like gaming the system yeah. because we're not allowed to take other Right, exactly. Which I appreciated you not doing with Barzell because you were like, well, I don't have to take a center now. <laughs> I don't want to game the system. We're trying to It goes to... against the spirit of what we're Yeah, exactly. Get. We're just trying to build ELC teams under semi fair rules at least. Yeah. Um so I'm taking Chabot here. Okay. And rounding I... out my defense with that. I was really tempted. Yeah. Um Because I think he's I think the guys that we've taken on defense. Um Haskin and Dalin, Shabbat and Makar are four of like the six guys or who are going to define the, the this generation team. of blue liners, basically, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And also add in there Quinn Hughes. Um and, you know, maybe Bowen Byron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that guy. I guess he's technically on an ELC. Could've took him. But <laughs> I mean, technically, so Sam Gerard That's true. Uh, I take so. I love Sammy, but I'm taking Chabot over Sammy every yeah. single time. I mean, right? Like I'm. It's certainly nothing against him. Yep. If we were building, if we were building, maybe we should have gone top six and top fours. Um. Yeah. Maybe deeper, deeper lineups, then we would have had some really hard choices to make there. Yeah. But I I love Shabbat and and he's already showing the ability to play. He's averaging twenty six minutes a night. Yeah. And like you can look at Ottawa's defense and be like, oh well they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know what but a twenty two year old playing twenty six minutes a night is crazy. You know what everyone used to think Cody Cece was? As in like a good defenseman that munches a ton of minutes. Yeah. That's what Thomas Chabot is to me. Yeah, and then, oh, by the way, he's also fantastic offensively. Yeah. Just, you know, a 55-point season in 18-19 in his yeah. rookie year. <laughs> right. And regressed a good bit on the, the goal scoring specifically this season, but still was on going to have a beyond 40-point season mm-hmm. as an extremely solid defenseman on a bad, bad Ottawa team. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're trash-talking Ottawa, but there are going to be multiple Ottawa players picked in this. Oh, yeah. they That's the thing about Ottawa, is they're not very good right now, but their ELC mm. pool is fantastic. Oh, man, it's going to be... Two years from now, I think the Senators are going to be really, really interesting to watch. Yep. They have a ton of young talent. Well, and they're about to get two top five picks. All right. Well, so they they're are. Gonna add, they're gonna. They're probably gonna add two guys to their NHL roster from the upcoming draft. Yep, and to take my mind off of that fact for a minute, it's time to talk about WG- WGT Golf, our newest sponsor here over at DNVR. Well. Us here on the Avs Pod, we've been sponsored by them before, so we're pretty familiar with them, but I'm super excited for it this time around with all the stuff that we have planned, including DNVR Clubhouse tournaments is one of the biggest things, play you guys, and I'm I'm working on it. I'll get there. I'll get my scores down a little bit, so you know, I'm not just a total pushover. But you can download WGT Golf at dnvrgolf.com and it's the most popular golf game in the world. Super realistic as I mentioned the other day, I'm still terrible at putting in the virtual space on WGT Golf, which is just like the real world. So, it's actually kind of a blast blasting through those courses. It feels a lot better when you get on a coal, uh, on a hole on the tee where you have the wind helping you because then yeah. you can hit the ball about 30 to 40 yards further and you feel good but either way He's very strong yes exactly you watching it fly and you're like yeah just chew <laughs> so it's the, it's the best man i it's a good way for me to feel like i'm almost doing sports at least in this quarantine time and <laughs> true they have a bunch of awesome courses too, including Pebble Beach, Beth Plage Black, Saint Andrews, so you can play a bunch of classics. Super excited as as we delve into this more. I played it on stream a little bit the other day and it should be awesome having tournaments and watching the Tiger Woods of the WGT join our clubhouse and shoot like a twenty two under or something ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, just shred. Yeah, join us today. This is something we're doing as a community that should be a ton of fun. So dnvrgolf.com and download WGT today. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's with Ruto and AJ. We picked four of our six players. Both of us have held off on the goalie and we both have a forward left to pick with AJ on the clock. So I have a size problem. A little bit. And uh, I'm going to... It's not really solve it, but I'm going to address it. And I am going to pick from everybody's favorite hockey family. And I'm going to go with Brady Kachuk. Definitely saw that one coming. Yeah. Everybody that knows me knows I love the Kachuks. Yep. I'm not going to make too much of an argument there. I mean, he's no (laughs) Matthew Kachuk, but... He's good. He is. I mean, he really is. And you consider that he ha- has the Ottawa teams he's played on haven't been very good, and he's been a twenty goal guy the first couple of years. It's not hard to believe that he could have a very Landeskogian career ahead yep. of him. Yeah, I think as a very good two way guy, some physicality, some snarl little bit of trolley, you know, has... Has the kachuk. Has yeah. yeah, right. Is a kachuk. <laughs> um, we'll give you 20 goals a year. Um, I'd like to see the, the, the assist numbers get goosed a little bit, but that's sure. one where it's also... Yeah. Because AJ has a bit of a, a lag blink there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I? Yep. So, <clears throat> anyway... Brady Kachuk, physicality, skill, two way play, very good career ahead of him. Um, looking looking forward to seeing what he does, and and I think he would go very nicely next to, uh, Patterson and DeBrincat, and and round out my my forwards. And yeah. I mean, Haskin and Adaline on defense. Honestly, I love that. I'm high fiving myself about that part of it. <laughs> I would have difficulty. Arguing with that one. Um, See, here's the thing. I don't feel like I have a size problem at all. So. Ladies. (laughs) Manscaped. Uh, (laughs) Makes it look bigger, okay? (laughs) Okay. So. I'm going to go a little bit a little bit off the board here, maybe, for some. This is a player I've loved for a long, long, long time uh, dating back to his draft year. In Kyler Yamamoto, okay. as my third forward and winger, uh, obviously didn't play a ton this year, but did have 26 points in 27 games for the Oilers. Granted, you know, he gets to play next to some superstars sometimes, but yeah, that McDavid and that Drysaddle guy are pretty good. But I've always been a big fan of his. Was super excited to see him have the breakout year and, and be a the type of player that I think he can be, which is he's very, very skilled. yeah, very versatile and talented on the offensive side. Yes, he's Alex DeBrincat sized. So since AJ Snipe my pick there, we'll just look for you can put him in a DeBrincat jersey and you wouldn't even know it's not DeBrincat <laughs> basically. <laughs> nice. Um, but Is there any other temptations there? Um, I was considering a couple things in in the top. Like I said, not a huge fan of Kabalik, personally. Uh, Dubois isn't really a winger, so I didn't really right. count him. Cheating. Uh, same thing with uh sin there. I I don't have faith that there's the consistency in his game. <laughs> Um I thought about Debrusque because I love his game. See, I thought about Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Um again I kind of dismiss because he's a, he's really a center. Yeah, I know. They finally but... they finally moved him there this year, but has played a lot of wing just to try and get into that lineup, but he's he's legitimate. There's no Robert Thomas is gonna be a problem for the ads yep. for a long time. I mean that guy has forty two points and he's averaging fourteen minutes a night. Yeah, he's he is very very talented and yeah, he's nineteen years old. Like is he's pretty good. Never, never really was problem. looking at at most of these other guys though. Like Keller, nah. Uh, I thought about Keller just because of the versatility is like he could he could fit anywhere. Sure, but. Uh, it just felt like at individual posi- each each time I came up to pick and I was I was looking forward. I like Kachuk more and I like DeBrincat more for different reasons. Keller just and felt a Keller... little too safe, right? Like I'd rather take my swing on Yamamoto there. Yeah, I think safe is a good. Like I would have gone with Capo Caco before I went with. Also, someone I looked at and I thought that's where you were going when you when you said Yamamoto and then you were like, oh, I've loved him for a long time, and I'm like. Well, it couldn't have been that long. Yeah, i i love I love Kako too, but yeah, as as much as I think he'll be just fine, the season was a little bit disappointing for Kako. Um, I think, I think, I think it was disappointing because Jack Hughes is making the. Uh, he's kind of making the the. He's the, it's the first time we've ever seen a guy make the jump from. Yeah. The USHL. Massive jump, small player. <clears throat> we kind of expected this out of Hughes. Right. We very much expected that he would have sort of this adjustment period. And also, insanely snake bit. Like, yeah. That he's had such an unlucky year. He and Makar are ringing posts like champs. And it's been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and Kako, you know, because of the size and because he was playing in Finland. And certainly because of Finland's success in producing young stars recently, you started to feel very comfortable with the idea Kakao was gonna be a breakout player this year. Yep. In year one. And it was just so many struggles. And then his last game should have had a should have had a goal, but Pablo Francosa's left toe said no so. <laughs> and I, I will say Kako's quality of teammates has not been great. I believe his nope. his most common line mate This year was uh, Cheadle I I really like Filippito But I This is the The Rangers are a really good example Of what happens when you just try to go With the kids Yeah and say okay well you know who's gonna sink or swim because and, and you just there's waves of inconsistency basically right. and they're setting themselves up for one of these guys to give them their own tyson jost problem yep and that sucks that sucks for whichever guy it ends up being that sucks for the organization and it's it's a good reminder that like as much as as much as you want to just Oh, just play the kids. Who cares? You know that there's there is a future there that you do kind of have to protect them a little bit, and then there's on the other side of that, you have a guy like Jack Rosalvick in Winnipeg who like cannot get yeah. an opportunity, right? Couldn't like buy one. yet. Yeah. they've got they've got they have an injury issue. They've got whatever, and Jack Rosalvick is not getting that opportunity. <laughs> they are not giving it. They're like, oh. Let's pick somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with somebody else. And like maybe there's a reason for that that I'm just not aware of. And as a guy who really liked Roslovic in his draft year, I'm obviously slanted towards his side of this. But it's it's interesting to see different situations like that. You yeah. know, where like Rozulovic just cannot seem to break through and get that consistent ice time, and then you know you look you look elsewhere and. You know, Rupe Hintz and Denis Gurianov In Dallas are all of a sudden having these big Breakouts Just when the Stars absolutely needed Them Especially G- Gurianov and his 20 goals and 9 assists <laughs> Yeah As is tradition with the Two of us, it is the last round And we have goalies to pick As Not only are we dealing with goalie voodoo here We're dealing with ELC Goalie voodoo the strongest kind Uh, AJ you have the board I don't know man (laughs) feels like throwing darts in the dark basically right (laughs) yeah I think I'm gonna go with Samsonov solid pick the Washington um, I route always safe. Have always have always liked him. Just think that he's the future there. Um, really, I I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a stud. But my love of Carter Hart. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Samsonov, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with. Shouts to Carter Hart, who I am very, very fond of. Yeah. If I wanted to complete the AJ team build, I would pick Carter Hart. No uh, but I'm not. I'm gonna swing away from that one and we're gonna take a chance on a, on the other young Well, I guess there's a bunch of young Ruskies here, but... Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good Russian list. I'm going with the... uh, The one... Well, they're both in New York, even. I'm going with Gorgiev. All right. Really? Yep. I think Shesterkin's overrated. Okay. And a little bit... Little bit more sample size than Gorgiev. He also, in one of those games, just straight stonewalled the AV. so maybe there's a little bit bias there, but it is what it is. I like i said, i'm I'm not too worried about my goalie pick. I feel like I'm throwing darts in the dark on these guys. With- I honestly really like this group though. the, the between Blackwood, hard Gorgiev Samsonov, and Chesterkin. Oh, yeah. But I, I think that's a super solid group. Even a guy like Caden Primo, uh, I think, is really intriguing. Adam Warner could be a guy that we have the conversation with. Uh, the Minnesota kid, uh, Kakanen, yeah. I think is, is very intriguing as well. There are definitely at the top end here, there are NHL starters, and there's a bunch of dudes that I would not be surprised at all to see hanging around the, the NHL for a long time on this list. And Mackenzie Blackwood finally, like, yeah, really took just a... when you were ready to give up on him. Yep. Really took that step forward this season and and made this uh, very interesting for me. Anyway, I thought it was ooh. Well, New Jersey had uh, basically no other choice. And maybe that's what they needed. Yeah. Hey, we've got no other option here. We're going to this kid, and we're just going to let him work through it. Yeah, I. Sometimes you need that. Other times that destroys a goaltender, so it feels like yeah. a bit of a coin flip at times, but never my uh, never my strong suit, so I await uh, the shouting goaltenders for why I'm a fool for taking Georgiev, but always my favorite part of the day when the, the goalie guys tell me how wrong I am. It's... I won't say favorite, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, yep. Now I know why I'm dumb. Thank you. Exactly. Good learning and, experience. Yeah, and like the goalie guys are always great in letting you know, like, oh, this guy. And yeah. Here are the twelve technical reasons why you're a derp, and this guy that I like better is really the man. Like, Jesus. Okay. I mean, if you're going to lay it out for me step by step. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize I was so stupid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, ending the show with us being stupid seems like the way to go out. So who wins? Uh, let's. I've recap got Chuck Pedersen, Debrincat, Haskin, and and Samsonov. You have Svechnikov, Barzel, Yamamoto, Shabbat Makar, and Gorgiev. Boy. Those are pretty good team. I'd love to see a seven-game series with those starting six, yeah. Yeah, we just, you know, we need to do, like, with what we're doing with everything else in the world right now. We just need to fire up an NHL 20 simulation and see how it goes. And <laughs> just let it rip, 5v5 it, yeah. Yeah, 5v5 and then have Drew take on one of our one of our listeners. There we go. Sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I... Boy, i honestly, it really could be a coin flip here. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, maybe we'll set something up like that and we'll have the results for you on Friday's pod or, or honestly, it'd probably take till Monday, but I had fun with this one setting up all the ELCs and, and. I think we accomplished my goal here in saying, look, these are players that have all been in the league for less than three years, and this these teams are absolutely stacked. Yeah. So. Yeah. How many Hall of Fame players do you think come out of this list? Um, uh, At least a few, if not like five or six. I've got, I think, three. I mean, Makar really will have a will have a good whirl at it. Dolin, I've got I've got Makar, Svechnikov. And too. okay, with Haiskinen and Pedersen as like outside, yeah, yeah, as like the ones that I would believe in the strongest. Um, the goalies, no way I would have that kind of faith ever in a goaltender. No, <laughs> certainly not from this podcast. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, I mean, that just goes to show how young and how early Talents is getting to the NHL. Yeah. And again, these guys are some of the cheapest players in the NHL as well, despite for being... For now. For now. Two and, years, three years from now, this is going to be all the expensive dudes. Yeah. As soon as the ELCs expire, <laughs> prices go up quick. Yeah. <laughs> They, I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't think any of these guys are going to be uh, Yamamoto. Maybe um, and the goalies, probably, but the skaters. I don't know that there will be much in the way of bridge deals going on here. Yeah, I. Boy, I don't know that any of these dudes get bridge deals. To be honest with you, maybe like, Yamamoto is like a yeah. weird pick, but other than that, Yamamoto just because of the timing and yeah. the lack of track record. But these other guys i mm, like I don't know what Chicago's gonna do this summer with the with the Brin cat, I don't know. yeah that's luck, dudes. it's that's the story of the n h l right now is how much can you get out of your e l. c s before excuse me, you have to pay the piper, yeah, well, and that was the big thing with uh with Chicago and with the Brin cat, oh, he already has a bridge deal. Well, there you go. I forgot he signed that. Uh, three years at six point four million. It's not much of a bridge. Yeah, that's a pretty expensive bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's not. that's not. That's not really a bridge at all. It's like a drawbridge. Yeah, it's you're paying him, but you're not getting the term. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. All right. That's yeah, and they needed they needed that because now he's the, their third most expensive player starting next year, is cat. That's. They needed to succeed when he was costing them 800 k Pretty much. This but, is only going to get harder for them now because... As they Jonathan still... Taves is still 31 years old and... And their defense know, is still all over the place. Oh, my gosh. That... Well, they've, they've committed. Yeah. They're stuck, you know, basically. Connor Murphy are... They, they, like, committed to these guys. Yep. And, you know, we're watching them actively... Try and make shit up to get rid of Brent Zebra. <laughs> yeah, it's they're in a tough spot. So, yeah, and Duncan Keats still has three more years to go, even so. Like, right, they that's. I mean, they got three cups. So, you know now. what? This is what comes around goes around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you look at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just reloaded and kept on going. I mean, yes. They also picked up some questionable contracts in recent times, but... Yeah, but they also churn them out. They get rid of them. When when they're bad, they're like, oop, this is bad. That's true. They find a way out. That's true. Also, having ever-consistent ELC talent to rely on helps, but... Yeah, having an actual development system that just churns quality for you... Yeah. ...is such an advantage. Yep. So... There you go. Uh, Point made, I guess. We're going to get out of here for today's show. As always, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. All the NFL draft stuff obviously going on, so not live with this one. Me? No, I said if you're a fan of the NFL, anybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big, big coverage. We need to be where you're at tonight. Yep. We got the whole live set up. It's going to be dope. We got... We're going full full bore here. We got graphics. We got the whole nine. Yep. Good and production. It's going to be fun. Hope y'all will join us. If you want to just chill and eat munchies, then I recommend Mile High Green Cross as one of our partners. And you can sign up for their loyalty program to get 20% off your entire purchase once every single month. Be sure to tag them, let them know. Just want to chill on the couch and watch the draft. I'm saying, have some munchies. They're the place to go. They're conveniently located at 9th and Broadway with parking in the back, so they're super easy to get in, get what you need, and take off in less than nine minutes for the average customer. And again, 20% off. If you haven't used them yet, why not? Go in. Now is the time. Hang out with us and watch some awesome DNVR draft productions. We will talk to you on Friday. Mm -hmm are avalanche with afully and rudo the empty avalanche